is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Where We Landed is supported today by Advanced Plumbing. Advanced Plumbing has been serving Grant and surrounding counties since 2000. Founded by Patrick Parnell, Advanced Plumbing has built a reputation for reliable, dependable, high-quality plumbing services at an affordable price. The legacy continues as Advanced Plumbing is now owned by Miranda Parnell Lozier and her husband Garen. With a full team of licensed, highly qualified plumbers, Advanced Plumbing is your go-to option for all commercial and residential plumbing needs. Call us today at 765-664-6061 for a free quote on your next plumbing project. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Where We Landed. Um, I'm excited to be in studio today. Uh, My name is Iris Brunner, and today I have with me Mr. Scott Miller. Hello. Hello, Iris. <laughs> Hello, Scott. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> and the fabulous Kylie Jackson. Hey, everybody. Good so stuff. <laughs> I was at a dinner party the other night, and I'm going to kick this thing off with a great question. Oh, so no. So the dinner party, they, I, they, I think some of them know I do a podcast, but they're always kind of come up with new questions for it. So the question was. Wait. So somebody at the party brought the question. Somebody at the party brought the question. Okay. And I thought. Were there more yeah, than one questions? Oh question, yeah, there were a whole bunch of questions. questions. But this one, uh, this okay, one this is the out. one you liked. We were eating, and so this was this one stood out. So, it, if you were a noodle, <laughs> what shape would you be, and why? <laughs> and I immediately responded, spaghetti. First of all, it's the only noodle that I know. <laughs> yeah, and macaroni. Then, you know, oh, macaroni. I do know macaroni, but yeah. it would have taken me a while to get to macaroni. You <laughs> need so. to widen your horizon. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of different noodles. Out there. there are a lot of different noodles. So, but spaghetti's mine, and it kind of the straight guy. So that was the uh, <laughs> straight guy at the party type of thing. So anyway, that was mine. But Kylie, any thoughts as to what you might be? Uh, and right, why? right off the bat, I know mine, and that would be uh, ravioli. Because I'm full of cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Full of something. Uh, No, no, cheese is the right word. um, In all fairness, listeners, Scott did tell us the question beforehand. He did allow us to do a little bit of research. So um, mine is a rotini. (laughs) (laughs) And I just want to read the description. We'll we'll put the photo in the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) A rotini. it says it catches all types of sauce as well from thick and meaty to oil based to creamy. So there you go. <laughs> That's you. That's really <laughs> That's nice. Iris. That's <laughs> really nice. All right. So I fit in everywhere. Our guest, would yeah. you like to partake in this uh, and say, I would hey. love to. All right. So I'm a big Seinfeld fan. And so the first noodle that I thought of was a Fusilli. So Fusilli Jerry uh, uh-huh. Kramer creates this, um, model of jerry out of noodles so i would love to have a version of that for myself but that's is that similar to a rotini though they're similar yeah, right i actually I don't know the similar. difference i think i don't either fusilli is thinner maybe it's probably a lot like mushrooms like how do you know the difference between <laughs> mushrooms? Oh, it says it says rotini is a tighter spiral than fusilli whatever okay whatever the reason i shared this with everybody ahead of time because if i hadn't they would have been like that is the dumbest question ever (laughs) yeah so so can we still say that (laughs) scott what were uh what were some of the answers that people gave were there any really insightful ones uh better than just full of cheese (laughs) (laughs) no there weren't there 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 were types of noodles that i hadn't heard of before and they were like well because i'm elegant or you know whatever type of thing so but i'm I'm not a noodle connoisseur so i I like noodles but i don't i would you don't know their names no i just take you to noodles and company Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah. that's a really good do we have a noodles and company in grant county no i think the closest there's one in broad ripple yeah yeah. where did we go muncie uh, we were in, I think maybe like Noblesville or Fisher. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's we were on our way somewhere in Indy. Yeah. 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 
All right. It's, a, it's, it's, it's that time to introduce. That's all I had. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's, that I don't have every- like 10 questions. I got one. Well, I got, I got question. thrown off before we started today. Scott said, I've got the, the question for us. And so yeah. that always made, makes me a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I like being you're on this so side good. of Scott's yeah. questions. Uh, <laughs> you're so good at it, Kylie. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I have the pleasure of introducing today's guest. Um, our guest today is Megan Mathias. Megan uh, moved here uh, in childhood. I won't give away too much. I'll let her tell us, but um, moved here with her family in childhood, uh, works now uh, for the Community Foundation of Grant County, is a neighbor of mine. So we spend a lot of time together in the garden um, and we'll- We're going to get some good stories out of this uh, today. Yeah. Megan's going to share some <laughs> Spill the beans <laughs> on Kyle Jackson. <laughs> yeah. So we'll start with our first question. Megan, how did you land here? All right. So it all began in the parking lot of a Winn-Dixie. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, this is good. So my family um, spent our summers in Ponte Vedra, Florida, and I am the youngest. Because you spent the rest of the year... In Seoul, South Korea. Yes, right. my parents were um, teachers out there. My dad was a teacher at um, Seoul Foreign School, and uh, my mom was an ESL teacher there. And um, talked to, did you know I, was, yes. I grew up in Seoul? Yeah, I didn't grow it. up there, but I I was there. <laughs> okay, because I was like, man, I think we've talked about yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. So, uh, <laughs> is there a Win Dixie in Seoul? No, no, okay. probably not. Sauruga. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it all began in a Win Dixie parking lot. Um, I'm the youngest of four girls, and so we were on our way uh, to the hospital, and my mom said, "Pull over." <laughs> this is happening, and so the closest place to pull over was a Win Dixie, not a Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> Get that straight. And, yeah, I've uh, made that mistake before. Yes. And I will correct you every time. Potato, potato. <laughs> no, no. Really. It is a big deal. Not really. I wish I was born in a public school. Right. Now, I was just going to say yeah, that's the third Florida yeah. one. Yeah. Public sandwiches are the greatest. <laughs> anyway, uh, so my aunt ran in to call 911. And by the time she got out, my dad had delivered me. So. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, boy. Wow. Car. On my birth certificate, it literally says birthplace highway A1A. Really? Yes. <laughs> how cool yes. is that? I love that yes. so much. That's awesome. Wow. So that's how you started. Yeah. <laughs> and how did you get here? So um a little while later, we moved back to uh, Seoul, South Korea, and my family made the permanent move to move back to the U.S. Uh, in 98. So uh, I lived my first formative years in Seoul, South Korea, and it was an incredible experience. Um, the school that we attended and my dad taught at um, was an international school. And so there were, I think, 37 nationalities represented. And so having that multicultural experience was excellent um, as a, a base for my life. Um, so we um, moved to Dayton, Ohio after that. Um, my mom's family's there, based out of there. And um, my dad got his doctorate um, at Ohio State. And so we lived there three years while he did that. He commuted to Columbus. And then after he got his doctorate, we um, were, he was shopping around, seeing where he could find a job and applied to Indiana Westland. And so that's what brought us here. And so um, we moved here in 2000 and uh, it has been just an excellent um, way for me to grow up here. Um, I love this community and uh, would consider this my home. Awesome. So how old were you in 2000? Nine. Because we're going to do the math now. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. That's yeah, fine. Um, I, so thank you for sharing how you got here. Um, I was. I have another question, and, and this is going to oh. be a group question as well. Oh, right? he's yeah. consulting his phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I, so this one is uh, just to kind of prime the pump here, but what is something besides your phone that you take with you everywhere? So, Megan. My Kindle. Your Kindle. I have it with me. <laughs> so, so you are a voracious reader, I take it. Yes, I am. 
That's awesome. You do nice. actually do have it with it's you. It's really cute too. On average, how many books do you read a year? So I started being more intentional about it in 2021. Um, so I've slowly been ramping up. It's just become a habit for me now. Um, last year I read 54, I think. Um, this year I'm in the thirties so far. Nice. So I think my goal this oh. year is 75. And tell our listeners uh, what you do to commemorate every book that you read. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm a visual learner and I need visual cues throughout my life. And so, um, I read the majority of my books through Kindle and so I don't have that physical representation. And so I make a tiny little book for every book that I read. And my father-in-law got me this little bookshelf. And so I put all my books on my bookshelf. And uh, yeah, I, I love it so much. It's and I, great. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So Kylie, before we move on to another question, what would you say besides your phone? What do you take with you everywhere? Hmm. I didn't really like chapstick is the only other thing that's always with me. I guess my, like, other than like my keys. Yeah. yeah. Keys, chapstick, wallet. That's what's the PKW. Phone keys, wallet. <laughs> Phone keys, wallet. <laughs> yeah, Ours, that's that's probably anything? that's probably similar. Like I, you know, I just think about like I have. <laughs> I always carry a giant purse. I'm not really sure why, because usually I don't carry that giant purse into places. I have a little tiny purse that I you put the things. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that I take with me. So yeah, I definitely phone, definitely keys, maybe gum. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, this was another dinner question the other night. So uh -huh. they, they did at and, and chapstick was a high chapstick, around yeah. the table. Wait, what's yours? Yeah. Yeah. So mine is my reading glasses. It's readers. It's my readers. <laughs> yeah. So I, I carry, I, I think my wife bought me like 16 pairs because so <laughs> I kept losing them. Places so I have them everywhere. In, yeah. I have one in a car. I've got one in my office. That way I just, they're there when I need them. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that's uh, something, but, but one of the guys afterwards, he said, Hey, I didn't want to say this because we were kind of in a group and I didn't know where everybody stood politically, but he was like, I carry my gun with me everywhere. <laughs> and so and like, you're yeah. like, thank you for yeah. not sharing said, that at the yeah, dinner that table. That was probably good because my wife probably would have kind of unglued. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so anyway, thanks for letting me indulge yeah. my yeah. question yeah. here today. I want some more of these questions. It sounds like a fun dinner party. It was a good dinner party. So. <laughs> So I don't know if I, I've got one more. Okay. Let's, let's hear it. Do it. One? Let's do it. Right. Megan, are you getting bored with this yet? No. Okay. <laughs> Very exciting. So the last one is, what is the best place you have visited? And we'll put a caveat on this one, both anywhere and then within Grant County. Oh, wow. Megan, I'll let you go first. <laughs> I'm the guest, so I'm going to go last. <laughs> I'm going to go last. Okay, Kylie. Uh, okay. Uh, the best place I've visited anywhere. This is so hard. Long pause. Yeah. There's so many like different reasons. Probably for like once in a lifetime experience. It's probably St. Petersburg, Russia. <laughs> uh, and I'm appreciating it more and more. Yeah. Um, the further I get away from that trip, because I just am not sure that. That will ever happen again. I remember thinking on that trip, like I could spend six months here. I, I can't wait to come back. And now um, I don't know that we will in our lifetime. So uh, I'm cherishing those memories a little bit more. So and the, just for all the reasons, food, architecture, um, history, all the things, that was a, a really cool place to visit. Um, in Grant County, my favorite place that I visited um is I mean it's probably Matter Park. Um it's an I, incredible asset. I, I just love just being there. I mean like when I think of like all of the different experiences I've had there, like all so different with different friend groups, different family, like different um uh philanthropical events, like Fourth of July, like community events, it's just like it all happens and centers around there. So, those are my answers. Good. Hopefully, I gave uh, someone enough time yeah. to think of. Megan, theirs. you ready? <laughs> yeah, I think um, anywhere, probably um, Vancouver was really yeah. awesome. Uh, Kylie and I and a bunch of friends went there um, over winter break, and it was just so beautiful and uh, a great experience. 
we went hiking um, in the snowy mountains, and that was unbelievably beautiful. Um, probably here, I think I would agree with Kylie on in Matter Park. Um, the garden specifically, it is just so breathtaking. Um, and they do such a good job of um, cleaning up that area and making it beautiful. Um, Taylor McCoy does a great job at um, bringing in native plants to make sure that it has the longevity and low maintenance that native plants require. So it's just so beautiful. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Um, so I'll go and give Iris the chance to go last on this one. That's okay. All right. So I would say the country of Panama. I had a chance to go there <clears throat> last year, visit the Panama Canal. Unbelievable. Um, just the engineering that that does, how they raise the water to move you from the Atlantic to the Pacific. And, and so not growing up in Central America or in that area. So the tide on the West Coast literally goes up 12 feet. So it's not mm. like the tide here where it goes up one or two feet on the east coast of, of America or even on the west coast. The closer you get to the equator, the larger it is. And so I, you'd see mud flats for part of the day and then the water would just rise throughout the day. And so it, it it's uh, breathtaking. Um, and then here locally, so I was going to say Mater Park, but I'm now going to say, <laughs> so there is a building downtown on the square. It's called the 141 building. And we had looked at potentially developing that building a couple of years ago, um, but touring that building and the basement. And I didn't realize that underneath the town square here, there is actually a tunnel system that moves <laughs> and, and that building's tied into that tunnel system. I just thought, how cool is that? It is cool. And so I, I think we ought to, come up with some like oh geez. we've had we've had lots of conversations about the tunnels we wanted yeah. to have like a we've catacomb had like, tour yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, i think yeah. that'd be really cool so yeah. anyway those yeah. are my two a few years ago I, there was a group of us that like went around to like every building owner and like can, can we, we can we poke we around in your basement can, can we can we go in the tunnels <laughs> yeah we didn't get yeses <laughs> no. there are no yeses yeah are these the steam tunnels you guys are talking yes about? okay yeah i'm gonna assume so i don't know what they is that what they so mm -hmm. it was used to move steam and heat throughout the yeah so all right iris yeah nice well i mean like as a kid we did not travel a lot and obviously like we are trying to make that intentional like with our kids but our travels take us to um family <laughs> friendly <laughs> places but i would definitely say um you know and i've only been out of the country a few times but probably my most favorite trip it was um it was before it was my eighth grade before my freshman year, um, we have family. Uh, uh, originally, my paternal family is from the Colorado Springs, Colorado area. Um, and I got to go there for the first time. So like yes. being able to like um, go and like explore that area and seeing Pikes Peak for the very first mm -hmm. time was like super influ influential for me. It's like it's just breathtaking, mm -hmm. like just to be like to stand in the presence of something that's just so much bigger and so much greater than you. Um, and then we ended up, so my maiden name is Bishop and apparently there's this guy, his name is Jim Bishop, same as my dad, um, that has this, uh, it's called Bishop's castle. And it's literally like this interactive, like castle that he just continues to like add pieces on and you can go in it and you can climb, you know, it's even got like a dragon metal head thing <laughs> or whatever. So that was really cool. Like, you know, as a kid, um, getting to go and do that and see and where's that. that? That's like in that area Is somewhere. I don't Colorado? know. So, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere okay. near Colorado Springs. I don't know. I was like a little kid in the car. It's just like, let's go. <laughs> I go where the car takes me. Um, and obviously, yes, I do love Matter Park a lot, but maybe to, you know, not give the same answer. But like, if I think about a place like indoors that I love to just go and like be in the presence of the space and um, enjoy the space, I mean, and the food, I absolutely love Payne's restaurant. So like, if you have not been inside, like, no matter where you go in that space, like it's a different experience. Um, and to just be in the atmosphere, I think sometimes, and like, just to have, like we put up a solar system wallpaper, like who <laughs> does that? Like that to me is just amazing. And I just, I love the vibe. I love the atmosphere. Um, and there's just something about being able to dine in that space. Uh, that's really great. Yeah. Uh, so Megan and I, a while ago, we're trying to figure out when we first met each other. And I was it think Pains? it was Payne's yeah. because Megan, you were a waitress there for how long did you do that? Um, on and off, maybe a couple years. Yeah. yeah there were different yeah. periods in my life where I 
yeah. texted Stephen, hey, I need a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And let me come be in your cool space. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a yeah. great environment, great working environment. And Stephen is so innovative. And so there's, you know, a drawback to that where you're constantly learning new things, but um, it really stretches you. And um, I was really, really proud to work there. Did he require a British accent while you were there? (laughs) I think he required us not to talk in a British (laughs) accent. (laughs) Kills the vibe. The fake British accent kills the vibe. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's bring this back to about Megan. So um, once you came here when you were nine, tell us what it was like growing up in Grant County. Oh, it was amazing. Um, I have such good memories. My um, one that pops out specifically is uh, my mom would take me to Marion Public Library and I was looking through old photos the other day and I have a photo of me in a bucket hat uh, with a book open in front of the Marion Public Library sign and Mm -hmm. I probably would wear that outfit now but um, then we would go over to (laughs) uh, the Grand Hamburg and have lunch there Mm -hmm. and so uh, those kind of things were really great. Um, Plenty of opportunities. Um, I was actually homeschooled when we moved here um, for seven years. And so, um, my parents did a really great job of continuing to plug us in regardless. So we did, um, attend some homeschool groups, um, church and, uh, 4-H. So I'm a 10 year 4-H member. Ah, so. what, what was, what was the project that you always worked on? Scrapbooking. <laughs> Scrapbooking. I actually, yeah, I actually went to state for model cars though. Oh, yeah. I want a purple ribbon. Cool. Mm-hmm. Like just like building them. Yeah, like, like a split. tiny little yeah, model yeah. car. Cool. And then yeah. you cool. paint them too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. did model cars one year. Oh, yeah. We yeah. should get back into that. Yeah. I'm totally in. <laughs> uh, I was only a nine year 4 H'er mm. because my mom, we got into it a year late. So I, I grew up knowing I would never be a 10 year 4 H'er. Oh it was, I don't let my mom forget it. She, she, so my sister was a 10 year cause she was younger. So, so I'll let you, you borrow my pin sometime. Yeah. Thanks. Were you a 4-H princess or queen? I was not. No. no, okay. no my sister was that. a queen. Was she? I was not. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you have to start by third grade. Yeah. Get, third grade's the first year. That's first year. Like kids. In you can do, grade. there's like a mini 4-H for younger grade. than that. Um, and my sister did all those because I was already in it. Yeah. Um, but I didn't start till fourth grade. So I grew up in a farming community, but you, you do not need to live on the farm. No. I mean, it can be no. anybody in the community can be a member of 4-H. Yeah. They yeah. have like all kinds of projects and different mm-hmm. things that you can do. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did a uh, conscious consumer, which <laughs> you oh. put together an outfit um, using like sales and different techniques like that. Um, just being aware of where your clothes come from, that kind of thing. Um, I did collecting. <laughs> so I oh, co- what did you, what did you collect? I collected Tin boxes. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the homeschool kid comes in. <laughs> yeah. Just a little quirky. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Love it. So where do you find tin boxes in Grant County or do you not find them here? I mean, it was like a fossil watch box, Altoids tin. Oh, yeah. 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 Thing, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, what was your uh, what was your club? What club were you in? I actually don't remember. I wish you didn't ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. We met at College Church. Uh, okay. So, yeah. I was in Satina Brubus. Oh my gosh. It's suburbanite spelled backwards. Oh <laughs> my god. Whoa. Whoa. Never. <laughs> anyways. Yeah. We anyways. could talk about 4-H all day. But so Iris, you were not in 4-H? I was not in 4-H. Wait, no. yeah. can mm-hmm. you say the pledge? <laughs> Uh, I pledge my head to clear thinking, thinking, my heart heart to to great loyalty. (laughs) No, I don't have it. (laughs) I I thought I did, and then it turned into the rotary. (laughs) (laughs) Blending of the two. Yeah. Can you say the whole thing? I can. Go ahead. I pledge my head to clearer thinking, my heart to greater loyalty, my hands to larger service, and my health for better living for my club, my community, my country, and my world. See, I was there with you. I I wouldn't (laughs) have been able to get there first. So that's That's awesome. awesome. Um, are you involved? So as a leader at the um, community foundation, are you involved and engaged in any other boards in our community? And yes. if so, what? Yes. I am a proud member, board member of Greater Grant County. That has been Woo-hoo. a really great experience. Um, I was a former board member of the Gas City Area Chamber of Commerce, which was another really great experience. And uh, I just think that this next chapter is um, really inspiring and I'm excited for where it's going. Good. Um, 
another question I like to ask people who've been around here for a while, what would you do or change to make Grant County even better than it already is? So is there anything that you would say, man, if I had, if I was King queen for a day, uh, what would you, what would you do? I am a folky St. Patrick's Day queen. <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of figure. Add, add her to the tally. We have yeah. to keep track We've of how many of them, them. we had. Sarah. Loretta. Loretta, yeah. Uh, Loretta Queen. Kayla. Me. Kayla. We've Loretta, had a few. Loretta Queen me. So on Alex's episode, you referred to her as a former queen. Oh, you're always Once a queen? Once a queen, always, always a queen. queen. Oh, always, always a queen, queen, always a queen. Yes. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Noted. Get that straight. <laughs> yeah, she's been waiting. I was going to say it's a full house. <laughs> <laughs> she's been waiting this whole time. Though. Yeah, it's, a, it's um, a really wonderful group of women, and I feel really honored to be part of that group. Um, the queen mother um, is Kathy Kiley, and just such a wonderful representation of, of um, feminine power. Where We Landed is supported today by Advanced Plumbing. Advanced Plumbing has been serving Grant and surrounding counties since 2000. Founded by Patrick Parnell, Advanced Plumbing has built a reputation for reliable, dependable, high-quality plumbing services at an affordable price. The legacy continues as Advanced Plumbing is now owned by Miranda Parnell Lozier and her husband Garen. With a full team of licensed, highly qualified plumbers, Advanced Plumbing is your go-to option for all commercial and residential plumbing needs. Call us today at 765-664-6061 for a free quote on your next plumbing project. And, <laughs> and how many queens are there? 23. 23 years. Started in 2000. Doing? Um, so going back, Queen, <laughs> Queen. So, what would you, what would you do um, I don't know. That, if you could change anything? That's a tough question. Um, I think I spend a lot of my time thinking about what I love about this community. And so thinking about changing it is a difficult question, but I think maybe connecting groups. There are a lot of people doing really amazing things. And uh, I think making more connections and building more relationships would maybe accelerate those projects. Um, but yeah, I think um, one thing that I wish that we had that I think a lot of groups are working on, the Visitors Bureau is working on um, a community calendar. Mm -hmm. So um, there are so many things going on and people always ask me, how do you find out about things? And it's usually just through friends, but um, I would love to have a community calendar so I could just point someone to that direction and you can see okay, there's crab races at Folkies and um, different events that are going on. So um, there's a lot going on in Grand County. And so I think having a centralized place where people could find that information would be helpful. Um, but yeah, people are doing so many really wonderful things and there's a lot of hope in Grand County. Awesome. Being a neighbor of Kylie, I've heard a little bit about your neighborhood, <laughs> but what do you love about living there? Oh my God. <laughs> we don't have enough time. Um, and you've been there for how long? How long in that neighborhood? So we moved in 21, um, November of 21. And uh, it really is such a dream living there. So um, Michael and I had kind of kicked around the idea of moving. We did live in Mill Township. Um, so we were out of uh, city limits. And so I think that we were kind of, we weren't as plugged in, I think, into uh, neighborhood activities. So um, kind of the things in my bucket list or, um, you know, prize list of what I would want in a house would be um, a neighborhood association. So um, one that we're kind of getting started again, but um, I wanted a front porch. I wanted a fireplace, um, but I want to be able to walk to work. And that's one of the things that um, I do pretty regularly. So um, it takes me a minute and a half to walk to work, a six minute drive so, or <laughs> other way around. So minute and a half drive, six minute walk. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a really amazing experience. Um, I love being a neighbor and meeting other people. Um, we regularly get together with um, the people in our community garden and they're people that I probably wouldn't have interacted with otherwise. We don't have a lot of things in common, but I love meeting other people that are really passionate about something that I've never even heard of. So um, meeting other people that I would have crossed paths with otherwise is a true benefit of living in a neighborhood, I think. Mm -hmm. 
I'd heard recently that <clears throat> they might move the community foundation to Matthews, which makes <laughs> your drive and commute a little bit. <laughs> I would love I'm that kidding. though. I love Matthews. Yeah. Um, I'm a vegetarian, but those uh, gas tenderloins. station tenderloins, oh my unbelievable. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We used to ride out there and that used to be a, a stop for us is that gas station where we They may be the best one. in the world. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. That, Does the sign are, still uh, say tenderloins? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's what I call them. Matthew's yeah, Tender Lions. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Somebody had me over there one day and that was the first stop and that was unbelievable. <laughs> really good. So if you haven't yeah. been there. But Matthew's has got it going on. Like um, the East Central Indiana, Indiana Robotics Club is there. Yep. Um, Fixed Gears. It's a really awesome program. Um, the mural that they have there on the side of the building is really cool. So Covered Bridge, Covered Bridge Festival. Festival. Yeah. Really awesome. Yeah. Very cool. All right. I've been I've been peppering here. So, yeah, you have. So I'm sorry. To, I, I'll I'll do. Well, let's here. let's circle back. Um, so I think we left off at maybe homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So you want to talk a little bit more about the trajectory that's mm -hmm. brought you to today? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I was homeschooled, and um, I think I was desiring a more um, public education. Um, in the way of like just being around other people. And um, so one of the options presented to me was King's Academy. And uh, it still exists today. I think the, um, the attendance has uh, increased since I went there. Um, I graduated with nine people. <laughs> um, but it was a really great experience um, having those low class numbers and the ratio between students and teachers was really great. Um, they were really intentional about culture, which I really appreciate. Um, we had these things called family groups. So you would just be kind of plugged in with different people throughout, you know, different ages and you would meet once a week and, uh, you would just talk with each other and, uh, usually, uh, go out to eat or something like that. And it was a really awesome, uh, way to connect with other people of different ages. Um, uh, we had clubs, so I was part of games club. So I think that fostered a love of board games later in life. But um, we would take one board game a month and we would learn about it. And then we'd take notes about strategy. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Like so I like plugged into all kinds of parts of your personality. Yes, like. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> to this yeah. day, Megan keeps notes of TV shows she's watching yes. so I that she can discuss them at a later date. <laughs> yes. Like you could pull up a Ted Lasso yep. note right now. Yeah, I can. I took notes last night. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was going to say, we have Villainous at home and we can't figure out how to play it. So I'm sending it home Ooh, to you. Oh, <laughs> interesting. I've never even heard of that. D Disney Villains, Villainous. Oh, That's what nice. it is. I'm going to send it home. It's, okay. com it's going right. with you. So then you can teach me and Quinn how to play it because we've do, given up. I do play Disney Dreamlight Valley on Switch. <laughs> Uh, ah, I don't know what that here. is, but it might be a game I'd want to play. Scott would yeah. like to pull over and park. Yeah. yeah, I would like to pull over. So taking notes on TV shows, like, is yes. it, have you ever met anybody else who does that? No. Because uh, <laughs> I was like, how did you even get She's that idea? She's one in a million. I think yeah. that's a super creative idea. Yeah. Like, I love, um, my preference would be to watch the show with other people and then talk about it in afterwards. the moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in or the moment. in the moment okay. or uh, talking about it afterwards, like reflecting on our thoughts. Um, but I feel like I'm a visual learner in the, in the way that I have to take notes for everything. And like in every meeting I'm taking notes and that just helps solidify some things. And so um, I write things down so that I can talk to other people about yeah. it. So yeah. yeah, your favorite quotes, you always write yeah. those yep. down and yeah. yeah, it's good for me because a lot of times like when I'm watching, it's like we talk about Ted Lasso a lot. So that's one I'm thinking of. Like, oh. <laughs> don't <laughs> uh, when we're when I'm watching I'm like just absorbing yeah. like taking notes would be distracting for me mm -hmm. but I'm just absorbing so maybe I don't things don't sink in mm. um, the way they would if I wrote down so like when you mentioned a quote I'm like oh that was that scene where this and this and this and this happened and so it helps me yeah I feel like on. I'm the same way like I feel like I stay but like we do that. Like we go to movies afterwards and like, we always like talk about it mm -hmm. afterwards. We're like, what? Oh, this point, or this was really poignant. But, but then it's like, and it's gone mm -hmm. out of my head goes right in this side, right out the other, yeah. like just yeah. gone. So a note would be great. Yeah. I, I'm not sure when I started that actually. Um, my family and I used to go to Alec at the uh, movie theater. <laughs> Alexandria for yes. those who don't know what Alec is. <laughs> <laughs> to the movie theater out there. They had like $2 movies and um, you could bring any kind, any size of bag or 
bowl and they would fill it up with popcorn. Oh. Uh, but on the way back, since it's a little bit of a drive, we would talk about the movie that we just watched. So I love yeah. doing that. Yeah. Just the breakdown. I'd totally bring like a whole pillowcase. <laughs> they'd fill it up. Yeah. It's like ice cream, please. I don't know place, if they still do that. I, I need to look say, into it because I'd love to do exists. that again. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so it's interesting you talk about those quotes. I was, so when I walk, I listen to different podcasts and one of them recently was talking about there's apparently the hundred greatest quotes from movies and they've categorized these. Six of them were from Casablanca, which oh. I don't know if you've listened, but six of the top 100 most notable mm, wow. quotes. So I don't know if you have a most notable quote from all of your different note taking, but, um, but I was fascinated by that. Yeah. I don't know. The, the one that just uh, is a really quick quip from Ted Lasso is um, be curious, not judgmental. And I yeah. feel like I'm thinking about that constantly. I'm a very curious person. And so if I, if my reaction tends to be judgment first, I step back and say, no, be curious, not judgmental and think about the situation and what goes into somebody making a decision. So good. So good. So good. <laughs> Can I just sing a song? <laughs> so good. <laughs> okay. So we've made it to King's Academy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, yeah. Uh, graduated Kings. Um, and uh, my dad um, currently works at Indian Wesleyan, worked at Indian Wesleyan then. And so can't pass up that free tuition. Yeah. Um, but I, I did um, always picture myself going to Indian Wesleyan since we moved here. Um, just we lived very close to campus. Um, one of my uh, dad's uh, desires was to live close enough to bike to work. And so um, we moved uh, very close to campus. And um, so I was there constantly riding my bike around there and, um, you know, participating in different activities that they had there. Um, but yeah, I went to Indian Wesleyan and um, graduated with a psychology degree. I didn't really know what I wanted to do with that. I knew that I didn't want to be a counselor. I was just very fascinated with the mind and how it works. Um, and so I didn't really have a direction on uh, who I wanted to be when I grew up. And so uh, worked different places, Pains being one of them. And uh, I actually was working at Pains when um, my current boss, Don, um, we were still friends because, um, she was my speech teacher in college. So, um, she messaged me one day on Facebook, I think. And she said, Hey, uh, are you looking for a job? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> and a few months later, um, I was working at the community foundation. So started as uh, office coordinator there and, um, was immediately captivated by um, the culture, number one, but um, the processes, like we have a process for everything. And if something is not working well, we sit down and figure out why it's not working well. There's, you know, drop in services or anything like that, that um, we feel like is not functioning at a hundred percent. Um, we evaluate that. And so I've, I've worked at a lot of places that um, did not have any processes and to have to figure that out on your own was just exhausting. And so, um, yeah. So that gets you to Indiana Westland and then out of school, <laughs> what did you do? What were some of your jobs besides pains? Did you go right? Were you working at pains during school and after school? Uh, no, I was working at uh, McDonald's actually. So I worked at McDonald's in high school and a little bit through college. Uh, that's where I met. Mikey, <laughs> do tell Michael Matthias. Yeah, so um, we had some mutual friends, um, and he also was working at American Woodmark at that time, and so uh, kind of made the connection there of like, oh, this is the guy that my friends are telling me about. Um, but yeah, had a huge crush on him, and um, we became friends. Um, he invited me to a concert and, uh, we went out the day before the concert and, uh, yeah, have been together ever since. So that was 11 years ago. It was pretty similar to the story he told us, right? <laughs> similar. <laughs> yeah. Similar. It tracks. Yeah. You mentioned, um, the place that you'd love to go or that you went last year that, that was a favorite but mm -hmm. where's your favorite vacation destination if you're going to go somewhere oh man um michael and i used to go to um san antonio texas every year for fiesta his um aunt and uncle lived there and oh my gosh 
what a wonderful, fun experience. Um, the whole uh, community comes out and just has a big party. And um, the safety, it was extremely safe. Um, it was a full family event, um, but just people that like to have fun. And it's uh, just called Fiesta. It's just called Fiesta. Yeah. And that's in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. What time of year is that? Um, it's the end of April, right before Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> yeah. Before it gets hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that I, we always have really good memories. We did that several times. So it feels like now a lot of your travel is based around, uh, bike trips. Yeah. So yeah. Talk a little bit about, uh, bike trip. yeah, we, um, love bike packing. So bike packing is, uh, like backpacking, but you're taking everything that you have uh, to camp with on your bike with you. And so I love it. It's bike bike packing. Yeah, it is um, probably my favorite um, cycling discipline. Um, I really like slowing down and taking time to um, view the countryside. Like the whole time I'm just riding and thinking like, this is so beautiful. I'm so glad that we're out here. And um, it's a slower pace, um, party pace. And mm -hmm. um we go camp. Um, we've, we've gone to Bluffton several times um, at uh, the Kobachi. And let's see. Didn't you go Salamone? somewhere in March that you were on like a yeah. significant trip? Yes. So we didn't ride there. We drove there, but we went to uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma. There's um, a bike race called Mid-South. It's a gravel bicycle race and or ride, I guess. Um, and... So Michael did 102 miles, Jeez. which is unbelievable. In yeah. gravel. On gravel, yes. Yeah. And um, I did 12. I did what's called the inspiration ride. And uh, gravel is is probably one of my favorite disciplines along with touring. Um, it's an extremely inclusive environment. Um, everybody's, you know, everybody's involved. Uh, they want, you know, if you ride a bike, you're, you're a cyclist essentially. And so I really like that perspective. I'm all about inclusion and making things accessible for people. And so, uh, that was a really great experience for me. Gravel riding really difficult. Like I, th I think about country roads mm -hmm. and yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to get traction and yes. stuff. And so hard to yeah. keep balance. Yeah. It, and it's uh, very hilly out there. And so, um, it's difficult. It's very, very challenging. Um, but it's, it's fun. Is this a big event? Yes. Yeah. So lots of people. I don't know how many riders, but yeah. Um, and it, it feels like summer camp. Um, we went there and met up with some friends that we met last year and, um, yeah, it's a big summer camp. Yeah. Any events that you'd love to see come to Grant County that aren't here yet? Um, let's see. I don't know. Um, we kick around the idea of having like a, some kind of a bicycle race here. Um, was it the Marion classic mm -hmm. that we used to have here? Yeah. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of like, um, duplicating events that have been in the past. If, if it ended for a reason, it ended for a reason. Right. So, um, we can be more creative than that and come up with a different event. But, um, that was always really cool. Uh, that was like professional. It was a professional cycling really? event. Mm -hmm. People from all over the United States yeah. came and competed. Where was the uh, where was the race held at within? I think like county? downtown Marion. Yeah. I remember sitting in Folky's parking lot and they mm -hmm. would come around that curve Shoom. from like First Street Shoom. going up Branson. Yeah. And I was like, they and it was like they would turn like just in time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and going very fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. It, Indy, I think, has like a criterion or something, but they ride around the circle mm -hmm. as part of it. And I, so I didn't know if this was just around the town square here or not. Yeah. Sounds like it was a bigger track than that. Yeah. yeah. Indy also has um, the night ride, which is really fun. And thousands of people yeah. come out. I think the start time is like 11 p.m. Yeah. Um, and then you just ride through downtown. People come out of their houses and cheer you on and people deck out their bikes and uh, glow sticks and things like that. There's also um, bike party, which is, I think, the first Friday or maybe the second Friday of every month that just riders just come together and enjoy cycling with each other. If listeners wanted to support the community foundation, how can this community best support it? And what would you say is the greatest selling point for the community foundation? Like why, why get involved with the community foundation? Um, we are all about um, permanence. Our main bread and butter is endowments. So the way that endowments work is, um, you know, somebody who has a passion area, 
um, even if they're just passionate about Grant County, can start a fund. And um, we basically invest those dollars and whatever is earned from that investment is distributed through grants. So um, the principle of that is never touched. And so it's really exciting when you see that the amount that has been distributed exceeds the original uh, gift. That's always really cool. And so um, we're here about legacy and permanence and um, creating that foundation um, of giving in Grand County. And if somebody wanted to reach out, how, how do they best get in touch with the Community yeah. Foundation? Uh, say hello at givetograt.org. Um, you can go to our website as well as givetograt.org. Okay. Um, Kylie has shared with me her passion for beekeeping. And I've heard that some in the community might be engaged in this as well and in, in uh, helping to maybe decorate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did catch that on an e earlier episode. Um, didn't put those in the show notes, but um, yeah, I did. I did decorate. I haven't decorated yet, but I have designed um, some family portraits um, for the bees, um, some uh, Beyonce tour posters. <laughs> um, be all you can be motivational posters so do the bees yeah. seem to be enjoying it or is it they're not up yet but they, oh, yeah the post, they're not out no still they're not production. out yet yeah, yeah still yeah. in production i have created them but they, they haven't made it into we're gonna have to we, we've got to get this done i yeah. feel like i feel like it happened quicker i mean getting the bees happened quicker than i think i was expecting and yeah. so i thought oh i have time to you know, print them out, laminate them and put them up. And then all of a sudden, oh, we have a swarm. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so now I'm not sure, like, if I go into the fence, will they be upset if I start stapling things to <laughs> their home? Just do it very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just wear the suit. Yeah. 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 I'm actually really proud yeah. of, of those. Yeah. yeah. Before we get to the normal final question. What's your, what's been your favorite service project here in the community that you've been a part of? Oh. Or maybe that you're currently I don't doing. play favorites. It's hard to, I'm like Iris, I don't like. <laughs> yeah, Iris, no, absolutely. you not ask her no, absolutely. Um, <laughs> But when, the first project that I was a part of that I really saw um, where I could make a difference was um, a project we kind of dubbed the donation dumpsters. So that was, I think, in 2016, 2017. And we saw these, they literally look like dumpsters just popping up in parking lots like Cole's parking lot um, and other places around town. Mm. It first happened in Marion, I think, and then it, it happened in the surrounding communities in Grant County. Um, basically, we did some research and you would distribute your clothes in here who knows what kind of condition they're in and they're taken outside of Grant County and, and sold. So we kind of communicated with different um, thrift shops around um, St. Martin's and um, renewed, which wasn't renewed at the time, but um, we said, you know, have you seen a drop in your donations since these have come up? And they said, absolutely. And so um, we actually worked with someone. Um, I think it was Ken Hassong at that time that um figured out the code to um, make them like illegal in Grant County. And so we put up a sign that said, you have 30 days to remove this um, or we will remove it for you. Um, and so within a month they were all gone. And then we shared that um, ordinance with Gas City and Gas City had them removed as well. And so that was really exciting. And um, I think one of my favorite things about Grant County is if you want to make something happen, you will find people to help you with that. And you can make a really big difference in a really short amount of time. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's a really great kind of illustration of yeah. like, when I think of kind of your spirit about everything, it's like, it's a can do <laughs> attitude, right? We can, we'll figure out a way to do it. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll have fun doing it and um, we'll learn something along the way. Right. Learn something <laughs> along the way. <laughs> crab racing joke. <laughs> it is a crab. Okay. Final question. You know, it's coming. What are you watching, reading, listening to? All right. Watching Ted Lasso. Uh -huh. Ted Lasso. Always Ted Lasso. Um, I am watching a lot of other things, but that one is my favorite so far. Um, just the range at um, emotion that I feel during the, the episode. Um, like you can be crying one moment and then they make you laugh. And as Dolly Parton and Steel Magnolia said, <laughs> do 
it in the accent. You gotta do gotta it in the do accent. It. Gotta do it. <laughs> Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is such a wholesome show. It is a show for adults. It has adult content, but yeah. um, the forgiveness themes, the hope um, that come through it is so um, amazing and restorative. And when this airs, Ted Lasso will be over. <sighs> Don't I know. admit it. How does that make you feel? I'm still pulling through for uh, a fourth season. Okay. Yeah. Apple surprise. says the season finale, not series finale. So. Okay. Oh. All right. Oh, wait yeah. a minute. Hold not hope. Yeah. My buddies on Reddit are pulling out as well. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's watching. Yes. Uh, reading. Ooh, I just started this really good book. Um, it's called The Fourth Turning. And um, it's by two historians, and I can't remember their names, but you can Google it. We'll put it in the show notes. Put it in the show notes, <laughs> yes. Um, but basically, it's it's two historians that are studying um, different patterns throughout history, um, sociological or sociologists, societal. societal. Oh my gosh! Thanks, Scott. Uh, societal trends um, throughout. Uh, American history. And um, there are these things called uh, seculums that are about 80 years and they're um, made up of four turnings, which are about 20 years. And uh, there are certain patterns that are happening within this 80 years that are very similar to its previous 80 years. And so it always starts with um, some kind of, or it ends with some kind of a crisis. And then there's some kind of like restoration. And so um, in our a seculum right now. Um, it started with um, ending of World War II. Um, then prior to that, I think it was um, the ending of the Civil War. And then prior to that was the ending of the Revolutionary War. And so um, it's it's been really interesting to, to read through that and um, study different patterns and um, maybe what we can expect from the future. I'm writing it down. Iris I, is my eyes Iris are is very large. Yeah. yeah. She mentioned a lot of wars. <laughs> it's it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, mm-hmm. just around yeah. wars, but yeah. yeah um, I like that. I'm very interested in patterns mm-hmm. and like seeing how things like that work. So I wrote it yeah. down. Um, and then listening to, I really don't, this is not a, a brown nosing <laughs> a comment, but I really do listen to Where We Landed every week and I, I really enjoy it and I tell everyone about it. It's uh, one of my favorite things about Grant County, but um, yeah, I listen to Where We Landed religiously. Um, did I, she just say we were one of her favorite things in Grant County? She did. She did. She, she, did. Did. she likes us. She <laughs> really likes us. <laughs> um, Love it. Yeah, it, it makes me really proud of Grant County. And um, other than that, um, I guess music-wise, I really like listening to Stay Outside. They're a, a local band but have toured all over the country. So um, they're, they're good buddies of ours. So... That's really cool. I too. might have made your drink at the Abbey. What'd you say? Aaron might have made your drink at the Abbey. Yes. Once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or roasted the coffee beans. There you go. Yeah. Well, Megan, this has been so much fun. We're so happy that we finally got you in the studio and got to hear your version of uh, <laughs> meeting Michael. <laughs> uh, thank you for being here. Uh, and to those listening, please make sure that you like and share uh, so we can continue to do this and continue to share stories because that's the most important part is that folks are hearing the stories of the amazing people that live and love this, this little place that we call home. So thank you so much. And we'll see you guys next time. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.